The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. <laughs> House Witches, yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to The Real House Witches of South Wales. The Real House Witches. South Wales. Yeah, that was great. Laura loved it. Loved it so much. Um, so before we started recording, Laura said I was annoyed with her. Three weeks in a row, she's got a mask on. <laughs> if you've been listening, guys, for three weeks, Laura's wearing a Halloween mask. I think she's definitely in Halloween mode. We also have uh, a guest with us right now. And um, I'm not making this up, but somebody in work, Michelle, we stand Michelle, Michelle the legend. Um, she actually asked when you were going to be on next guest. So guest, reveal yourself. Hello, I am Josh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm back again. Back, back, back again. Josh is back. Josh, the spiritual guru, masterclass tarot reader, and also as part of our topic, past life regressionalist. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost that regressionist yes past life regressionist i tell you what i basically got a sheet of paper and wrote down a bunch of different things and thought yeah i do that <laughs> i mean it worked it worked, it worked. <laughs> i'll tick them off as i actually get there <laughs> yeah past life regressionist as well so like i'm really excited to talk today really excited to yes so that is what we are discussing today. We are discussing past lives. Now, um, very briefly, we should mention Michelle. Let's just circle back to Michelle. So Michelle is a legend. Um, I work with Michelle um, and she's great. Um, but Josh, she was asking about when you were on next because she wants to know more about tarot. So um, ah. you to come back on and discuss tarot with us again? Absolutely. Of course I will. You know, you know I will. More than happy to do that. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she is I mean she better be if she's not she better I be speak to her again um yeah do it for Michelle for sure 100%. <laughs> I'm gonna get a t-shirt now print doing it for Michelle <laughs> <laughs> yeah she just got um she just got a new tarot deck so she's keen to learn more Ooh, about fab um yeah yeah so there we go Michelle Josh is coming back on to discuss tarot but right now Michelle get used to it we're discussing past lives so <laughs> to Michelle and our listeners we are discussing past lives. So before we go into what Josh does and, and how Josh does it, um, we should probably just talk about past lives in Jen. So let's start with you, Laura. What are your views of past lives? Uh, I mean, you know me and you, we love a good past life. <laughs> we are stands of past life <laughs> because they're just fascinating. Um, yeah, I've always found it interesting. Uh, because we find the afterlife interesting and if you believe in an afterlife then it makes you think oh well why not a past life even though I think uh, the concept of past lives is maybe a little bit more confusing in the afterlife um, and also maybe sometimes harder to understand in a way um, but I definitely believe in them um, and I find past life regression interesting as well. I wouldn't mind giving it a go, actually, one day. Yes, yeah, I, I completely agree. I definitely think, um, I think we mentioned it before in, in a past episode yeah. of Rush, actually. Um, yeah, I'm taking this off now. Oh my <laughs> goodness, May! <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll put it back on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Laura took off her mask um, and what's underneath is beautiful. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, I think we mentioned before that um, in past episodes, uh, when we were speaking to Josh about what he does and past life regression, that we would actually have a session with him. We book in a session with him. And I think we should do that um, for sure. I think that's it. You know, I'd be more than happy to do that, guys. I think, I think it'd be very interesting for both of you to experience just even if like you know for some people they've never even experienced reiki before and just to have just to be put into a trance-like state that past life regression puts you in even if you don't necessarily tap into past lives just that experience in general is a really interesting experience to have um but i'll talk about that later let's carry on <laughs> no yeah yeah no absolutely um it is interesting and laura you had a good point where you say you know we're fascinated by the afterlife and we mm. are the possibility of you know the afterlife you know wh what happens when we die all that sort of stuff it's really interesting it's so fascinating but you're right sometimes it can be a little confusing where you're like well if there is a past life then how how do we have uh, the afterlife how do we have the afterlife <laughs> but i i was thinking about that and to me it just yeah. feels like we it's it's just beyond our comprehension you know we're we're all you know it sounds corny to say but we're all energy i think yeah. this part of us exists this life of ours exists but then we have our past lives and you know we don't know we might have our future lives going on right now it's, it's oh, just yeah you were yeah you wait until you get into that when you start having like four of your past lives happening at exactly the same time and then and then and then it becomes very like <laughs> It like this is beyond our comprehension anyway sometimes and it's like how they're four of me at the same time doing the same thing but going through slightly different yeah it's mind-blowing it is mind-blowing and i think that's part of the reason why it's so fascinating we as human beings are so fascinated by things that we can't seem to comprehend because our brain is a supercomputer it has the most connections that we know of any other um living being and like the something ridiculous like 13 million terabytes of data we can store in our just our brain alone so the fact that we can't comprehend how this works annoys us <laughs> yeah because it means that there's just limitless possibilities that we can't understand a hundred percent and i think anyone who kind of says you know that it doesn't exist or that there's no past lives i mean why why would you not believe that and especially when there's so yeah. much there's so much proof of it as well there's so many there, there was a study done um yeah. oh my goodness me i cannot remember who it was there was a there was a study done a while back and they studied children and i do, I, do you know what anyone anyone who's um british that's listening um there was a tv series i'm gonna say about 12 years ago something ridiculous where there they talked to children who believe they had past lives and it was on it was on like channel four or something like that but um and it was there was i distinctly remember a little boy who talked about this house and he described this house to a team and told his parents where he lived and what his room was and everything like that and where it was in the country they had never been there before and this series followed them and Lo and behold, this farmhouse was there on the cliff that he described in the place he described, laid out the way he described. He was three. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, un <laughs> it's undeniable. It's, it's, it's crazy. 
it's mad it's just, and like that so like the idea of um like you said laura the idea of past lives and like the afterlife <laughs> can be quite confusing because if we have an afterlife how does even how does even because you have to believe in reincarnation in order for a past life to work and then if we're chasing spirits and ghosts if we go ghost hunting that kind of thing how are we doing that if reincarnation exists and people are moving on and being reincarnated and that's where you get into the whole idea of well how much of your spirit and your energy is left over when you reincarnate how much of it is just a ghost in the sense of a replay of what you were doing and you've actually moved on um and when we talk about reincarnation, this is when I talk about with clients how some of them want to listen to fam- hear from family members who have passed on and they've been passed on for 10 years. And I'm like, the chances are they've reincarnated now. Mm. And you're not going to hear from them now because they've moved on. But mm. how long is the period between us passing, us being in the afterlife, and us reincarnating? Mm. Mm. Is it different for everyone? Mm. Or is it just time and space gets bent in such a way that it doesn't even fathom become to be anything that we can fathom yes yeah Yeah. and laura that netflix documentary we watched remember that that was crazy yeah because you mentioned children it always does seem to be stories that you hear from children and you know the amount of detail that they give Mm. like you say the evidence is there they give so much specific details in their accounts that there must be some truth to it it's like all these um 9 11 uh past life stories that i see all the time lately from children who mm. describe everything perfectly so there must be you know a, a, some truth behind it of why they're saying it so yeah like you say there's obviously evidence because of how much detail they give and it's always children as well shall it's i shall children. i tell you guys <laughs> Shall I tell you guys the story that made me believe in past lives? Yes. So the 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 reason mm. why I I've always been uh, and we've talked about this. I've always been connected in some way, shape, or form, um, and always interested in the macabre. And death doesn't scare me, and it was always something that I was really interested in. But I come from a family where we're kind of interested in it, but like not really and no i wasn't brought up with like aunties and uncles and mums and dads who were witches or anything like that at all or psychic mediums whereas my partner was so that completely oh yeah oh yeah my partner was brought up with like that's another story we'll get onto that later um um um, and it was actually my mum who used to tell me that when i was about three or four I, we were living in a council flat at the time on a harbour and I would talk about my old room. We lived in that flat the whole time I'd been alive. Mm. I would talk about my old room and the way it looked. I would talk about my family that were there and I would talk about a box that I had in my room. And when you opened up the box it had toys in it and they were all Victorian era toys that I was describing. And I learned this years, years later that my mum was talking to me about it. So that's the first bit where I thought, oh, okay, past lives must have re- have, re- have a place in our world because, well, if I'm talking about that, I've, I have no idea. I'm three. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I have no idea. And I could describe this room to the uh, to in fine detail and the toy box and what toys I had and everything like that. But my mum was telling me the story. And then she was telling me a story about her. And she's kind of a believer, kind of not. She needs a lot of evidence put in front of her for her to believe in anything like this. But she was talking about throughout her entire life, she has been fascinated by World War II. She was born in the 1970s, so, you know, only, th- you know, 20 to 30 years on from um, the World War II. And she was fascinated by, by it, but specifically, she was fascinated by Auschwitz. Mm. Because she couldn't understand how someone managed to pull that off and like managed to affect the world on such a global scale in such a horrible way. And she said she remembers being sat and learning about World War II, which, you know, only 30 years ago at that point, well, 30 to 40 years ago at that point. And she was flicking through a book and there was an image of the gates of Auschwitz. And she said the feeling of fear that came over her when she saw this, when she saw those gates, was to the point where she had to leave the room. Wow. And she said it was like a full body reaction, the fear in her. She's never experienced it like that, other than when she's genuinely been in a life and death situation. And we talked about it a little bit more, and she became really fascinated by Auschwitz, and she did lots and lots of research, and she started having dreams about it, and throughout her whole life, she is adamant that she must have been someone that visited Auschwitz at some point Mm. in her last life. Because to this day, it still terrifies her. And she actually has ended up going on a coach trip to go and um, visit Auschwitz, which she can do. And she said she couldn't actually walk through the gates when she got there. She got there and she said she wanted to do it because she needed to know why she felt like this. And she got there at the gates and she could not do it. Wow. And I was talking to her about it, and I said, I reckon you've had an experience there. And she, uh, the more she's spoken about it, the more she's kind of understood a few things, and we've done a few regressions with her where she's picked out details, and we are adamant that she has. She was, she was someone that visited there at some point in their lifetime during World War II that had a not particularly good experience. And got reincarnated within 20, 30 years straight afterwards. Just, I mean, to have that adverse reaction, I mean, it's obviously a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously a horrible thing, but to have such a strong reaction isn't, well, isn't normal. Normal's not the right word. No. You know, that's, I was going to ask, you know, have you done that past life regression with her, you know, and... yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we entered. Uh, she um, she was um, she was not too keen on Reiki or anything like that. So I said to her, "Why don't I do a regression with you? Because we can sit down. And it's basically just putting you into like a trance-like state. Um, and it's a type of hypnotherapy, actually." And she was like, "Okay, okay, okay, we'll do it." And um, we we picked out bits of information that were just like just vague. Like she remembered like certain doors and things, and she she was describing things like that. And then as we were, like, researching it, we found out that she was describing, like, the wall that looked like part of, like, the huts and ever And just, it was very, like, she said it was, like, murky. She couldn't quite, it was like, 
like when you get a picture and it's had like holes burned in it so you can't quite see the full picture that's what she was just that's what she was describing they said well to be fair if that was a past life that was such a traumatic experience that it doesn't shock me that in this lifetime your number one you've had such a reaction to it and number two it's almost like your soul doesn't want you to see it yeah like what would have happened if she had gone in exactly what would have happened if she'd have gone in mm. uh, i don't think she ever will um i know she does want to revisit at some point um which is which i was like i don't i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> Mm. But um, I know she wants to revisit at some point. But yeah, that that was kind of the, the real reason why I suddenly became fascinated by past lives because of her reaction to it. Mm. Mm. And my mum's my mum's my not a hypochondriac or a drama queen in any way, shape, or form. She is very much like you need to if she want if to prove that ghosts exist, she needs it to appear right in front of her, slap her around the face, and drag her up the stairs in order for her to actually like go. Okay, yeah, they're real. Yeah, <laughs> but for her to react like that, I was like, "Wow, there there is something in this." Then, and that's what that's what made me then want to research it more and get in, get into it in the end. Yeah, well, that's incredible. Thanks for sharing it. Yeah. As well. That's that's that's, right. uh, that's incredible. Um, she's gonna listen to this at some point and be like, "Josh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom." <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Laura, um, I might be wrong in saying this. I don't. From what I know, you haven't had like professional past life regression i haven't either a few years ago um i did try you know there's so many youtube videos meditation guidance mm. um videos i did try one of the past life regression videos there's so many of them it was a few years ago as well um i've only tried it once um but i remember doing this in you know lying in bed <laughs> a few years ago trying this and um i've always wondered because you talk about how you're you're fascinated with something now in your life and you know that could be a clue towards your past life you know you say oh world war ii history does that have something to do with my past life i've always been fascinated with Tudor history since i was nine like i like i don't know where the fascination came from so i've always wondered you know could that be a clue to my past life because when i tried this meditation guidance video um i saw a woman in tudor clothes walking down a corridor with late two ladies behind her and picturing that she was walking down um a corridor of like an abbey and i could see the courtyard through the windows uh, behind her and it was just two seconds like two second glimpse and i just remember wow i just remember that from like five years ago so maybe that's a sign that I should try it again and see what yeah. happens. Um, but yeah, because, you know, I know you say it always seems to be somebody's interested in something and that is kind of like a clue. Because mm. I've, I've spoken to um, my driving instructor from a few years ago. I haven't seen her for a while. Um, we used to talk about things like this <laughs> on driving lessons. Like she loved this kind of thing. Yeah. And she said that she would... Um, hide behind the sofa whenever World War II documentaries came on, whenever she heard gunshots on TV, she would hide behind the sofa. She thinks that she had some sort of World War II connection in a past life. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there seems to be clues that you can get from your life now that makes you kind of think, you know, is this the reason for my past life? 
Um, but yeah, I have tried one of those YouTube videos, so I should probably try that again, <laughs> see what comes up. But you know the weird thing, the really weird thing about that is that um, when I finished this meditation, I thought, um, that lady looked like Jane Seymour, Henry VIII's third wife, because it actually looked like her portrait, the famous wow. portrait of Jane Seymour. I've even got a book with her portrait, and I thought, why does that look like Jane Seymour? <laughs> like, with, like, the red dress, um, the, the French hood that she wears in... There's only, like, one portrait of her yeah. that's well-known. But I just thought of Jane Seymour straight away. I don't know why. <laughs> you definitely need to do a session because Laura, yeah. that's that's fascinating. You should definitely explore that. Yeah. But also you, um, you've got you've told me about how you think you have some connection to Roman history in your past life. You know, you've mentioned Pompeii before, haven't you? You, th you think, you know, you've got some sort of past life to do with with the Romans. Yeah. So it's kind of a similar story to you, Laura, in the sense that, you know, you learn about history and that sort of stuff as you grow up. Mm. And just I was drawn to the Romans, um, mm. really found the Romans fascinating. Mm. Part of it probably because I like the kind of imagery of the muscly men. Um, but I was just always kind of, <laughs> I was always drawn to the Romans. I just liked learning and hearing about the Romans and that sort of stuff. Um, so I did kind of something similar to, similar to you, Laura, where I um, did a past life regression. I think it went viral on TikTok, so I did one on YouTube. I haven't done like a professional one. Um, so I listened on YouTube. The idea of it is that you are transported to three separate parts of that lifetime. So I did that. So the first one, you know, you go into this meditative state, you know, lie somewhere comfortable, listen to it. So the first one that I had um, was I was stood on top of a mountain. I was stood on like a mountain top. Um, definitely somewhere like European. It was warm, you know, the sun was shining. Luscious green mountains, um, like a bit of a babbling brook, I could see going down the mountain, and like smoke coming out of the mountain. Now, I don't think it was related to like a fire, like a disastrous fire, but like kind of like, you know, like houses where fires are set up and that sort of stuff. I could see that. That was the first thing I saw. The next one I saw, I was in a house. The house was like set in a cave almost. It was dark. It was like quite it was made of stone um I, I could clearly see um my bedroom where I had like a straw bed I could see the straw coming out of like this like makeshift mattress um I had a wife I had kids little wooden table with chairs kind of dressed in like I did, it probably wasn't but like something like sheepskin <laughs> dressed in or something like that um and part of that meditation was you had to like you could see your reflection. So the idea was it that they would take you so you had like a mirror sort of thing. And we had, what I saw was a dirty kind of mirror, shard of glass sort of thing. Um, and in that reflection, I could see that I had a very broad like nose, quite long nose. Um, I had a beard in the sense that I was quite like bushy face, not like a massive beard, but enough like I had in a while. Um, and uh, I had like a freckle. I could see like, like a mole basically like by my nose. Um, and I was quite like 
I was quite muscly, you know, it, it was like I was I was somebody who would go out to like hunt or fight or whatever. I, I could clearly see like the veins in the arms and that sort of stuff. And then the next bit of that meditation was the end. And the end was kind of the moment where you died. It wasn't going to be scary, but yeah. you kind of knew how you were going to die. Um, and all I had was darkness, but it was hot. It was warm and it was darkness. It was like being crushed. I didn't feel like suffocating, but it, that was what was coming through that I had been like yeah. crushed or like engulfed or something. Well, like you say, Laura, Pompeii, always fascinated by Pompeii, always liked the idea of going to Pompeii. So I don't know yeah. if that, if like if I died in Pompeii, maybe in a past life or something, something Greek or Roman, yeah. something like that. Just, yeah, that was kind of what I had. And that, that was quite, that's why I'd quite like to explore it, see if that would come up again. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely, and the thing is with past lives as well is, um, are you are you guys um, very easily described it then as well is neither of you thought you were anything spectacular. You just had a life where you were, you know, other other than the part with Jane Seymour. For you, Laura, it was, I, I was a woman of the Tudor time, and that was it. And for you, Jack, it's I, I think I was Greek or Roman, yeah. and you in a past life regression. I think so many people expect to. Be, I'm going to be the king of so and so and i'm like well, the, you know there's there's a, quite a lot of dead people so the likelihood is you were just the farm boy down the road and that's why it can be harder sometimes for us to describe where we are because back in the back in that time that we were in we might not have even known that any more of the world existed so our mountain and our hillside or our house that we stayed in what what that was it and that's all we knew um it's really interesting that you you know you tie it in with then okay well i've always had a fascination with this i've always had a fascination with that that it absolutely could tie in and it's a like a a leftover from something that's happened to you to keep calling you back to explore why you might have that fascination with it yeah yeah and i mean before we go on to you know what you do josh your past life experiences of working with people um and also kind of you know, the info on past lives mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff um for the people listening a good start as well and even for us is knowing where your north and south nodes are in astrology mm -hmm. um i think i might be wrong but i think it's your south node that tells you where you've come from it's kind of a look back at the past it gives you a little bit of a glimpse so it's important to know where your south node is um, and then your north node is kind of what you're here to do in this lifetime to mm -hmm. heal the past life um so just you know just as a little tidbit if people are trying to find information there a good place to start is finding out where your north and south nodes are because that's quite um informative to how you want to progress and learn about yourself josh um so we've yeah. just mentioned about how you know some people are drawn to certain periods of time etc have you found that in most of your clients or do you find it just kind of varies between um it does vary i do find that a lot of people nine times out of ten they have they do have some sort of historical time period that they that they are genuinely really interested in um but what i find interesting is a lot of the time people come with like an idea of what they think their past life is going to be and then it doesn't necessarily always end up being what they think it's going to be because at the end of the day for all energy and it's all being recycled you are an extension of the universe having a human experience so there's nothing to say that some of us are really fresh and have just had the past like century as a past life and then some of us have been around for a really 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 long time and have got 
thousands of years of past lives as well. Um, so it does really vary, but most people come for a regression mainly just because they are really interested in just seeing what gets picked up. Mm. Because it's just fascinating to to all of us to go, was I here beforehand? But the best thing is, was I even on this planet beforehand? Was mm. I human beforehand? Mm. Do you know, like, that there's again we go into the sense of we are all energy we are all extensions of the universe the energy that has been used to make you up is recycled time and time and time and time and time and time again so go back 100 years yeah you could have been another human go back 200 years you could have been someone's pet dog mm. have you had um, that had people who have seen that i've i've had someone regress and they explained to me that they didn't feel like they were in their body. Hmm. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I said, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you're going into a past life, it can be weird. So for you, Laura, for example, you were talking about how you were like watching it happen rather than like mm. embodying it. Whereas you, Jack, you, you could see yourself as as the person um so they said they didn't feel like they had a body and i said oh, okay well that can be lots of things but let, let's dig a little deeper and we had it we kind of came to the conclusion that we didn't actually think and i know there are gonna be people that are gonna go okay and i'm switching off now <laughs> we didn't think that they were part of this part of the universe oh, okay okay and I know there are going to be people out there that go, oh, okay. <laughs> but it makes, as if you, if you can open yourself up to the belief that we are all recycled energy in some way, shape or form, it makes perfect sense that, you know, a millennia ago, the energy that does make up you now might not have been on this planet. Mm. Hmm. Um, so that was a really interesting experience and I've had other people who are witches in this lifetime who have regressed and been a witch again in a past lifetime um, I've had people who are medics in this lifetime who have gone back and they were like herbalists in a past lifetime so they followed a trend hmm. um, and then we've had I've had people who um, I'm just trying to think I've had um, a client who who was male in this lifetime or identified as male in this lifetime and definitely identified as female in their past lifetime so um no animals yet oh, okay no animals yet mm. but i've had a lot of people identify that they've had an animal with them that through the years they always seem like it seems like they've got an animal companion with them each time as well which has been really interesting um and that can sometimes just be on the limits of how deep we can go back. And because at the end of the day, if we regress far back enough to a point of consciousness, we are going to end up picking up on the fact that we were some sort of weird amphibian. And how did you get into it? You know, how, how did you start learning to do it? So I, I, I had a friend who was a hypnotherapist who um, kind of spoke to me briefly about past life regression. And obviously years back, I had all that with mum and that, that was what kind of like really got me into it. And then I trained in hypnotherapy um, 
to become a hypnotherapist because I wanted to help you I thought that was the way I was going to go and past life regression for comes under the umbrella of hypnotherapy because hypnotherapy people seem to think it's going to be me dangling a watch in front of them and they're going to get hypnotized like they do on stage and although that is a type of hypnosis it's not quite the hypnosis that we're talking about the hypnosis we're talking about is the stuff like meditations and guided meditations Um, and that was the bit that fascinated me because I was so interested in the in the psychology behind it and the fact that our brain our consciousness I'm waiting for other people to switch off now um our our consciousness cannot be proven to be housed in our brain so let that sink in I've had that thought before we just think here doesn't mean it's there yeah it doesn't mean that uh, we talk about how our brain is us and it but our brain is really a big computer making everything work our actual consciousness cannot be proven that it comes from the brain but even when like um people pass away and they you know when you become unconscious we're talking about brain activity we're not talking about the actual conscious mind that that is us so and um i always describe when i go through hypnotherapies it's like i take a step back is the best way to describe it so if i'm on the bed and i have a, a hypnotherapy session or a regression my body and the same thing happens with reiki as well my body stays and i feel like i step back and let my body be there and my consciousness takes a moment and kind of disconnects slightly and um it's a really interesting um way to describe it and that's what got me really interested because of that that kind of process of we we don't know if it really is housed in the brain and then I did a bit more research and talking about ancestral trauma Hmm. and how the trauma of your ancestors can be inherited through cell consciousness mind blown And that's scientifically proven that there are things that affected your ancestors that have somehow the data from that your body has managed to pass on into you 300 years later. Yeah. (laughs) And that, again, got me so interested in it. So I thought, how? Mm. How? Mm. How does that even work? Um, and that's what made me go, I, I need to, I need a, I need to do this. I need to research it and find out for myself. So it started as almost like a research project for myself because I wanted to kind of see what other people's stories were. And then, and then kind of just went on from there and then realized it was something that, I, you know, because I trained in it, it was something that I could offer people to help them part of coaching if I was doing a coaching session with them or part of a Reiki session or even a tower reading we might have had reading then we do a regression afterwards to kind of make sense of what's going on it just kind of integrated itself into what I do that way I just realized I just went on I went on a bit of a fangirling moment about <laughs> no it's absolutely fine weird and wonderful things um I would say though if there's any, anyone that's really interested in past lives I do have a couple book recommendations for people um so there's old souls by um tom so i have a shrouder or schroeder and i think it was written in about 1999 um and that's a really good one that's about children with old souls 
Um, so that's a really fascinating one. And then Dr. Brian Wise um, is a really, really well-known professional that who is an actual professional psych psychiatrist um, who went into a lot to do with past life regressions and how our brain picks up on it and how it's left in our subconscious mind and stuff. So um, through time into healing is a really good one. And there's another one called, just trying to think, something like Many Lives, Many Masters. Okay. Something like that. I, or it's either a lot, Many Lives. I'm pretty sure it's Many Lives, Many Masters. That's a really good book to read as well. If it is something that you're interested in and something that like, anyone who's listening to this just kind of finds fascinating and wants to read more of, um, those three books I'd really recommend to go and just have a read of and see what you think. I might add them to my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good, really good books. And again, they helped kind of open my mind a little bit to the concept of what this all is. And have you, have you ever had past life regression? Yes. So um, I, um, uh, with my hypnotherapist friend, because you can adapt hypnotherapy to past life regression very easily. Um, I had one with them and both of us are psychically inclined as well and spiritually inclined. So what I do in a regression is I'll regress someone and I'll also talk about what I picked up on with them. And um, they do something similar. And I regressed back to, I described it, it had to have been kind of Northern Africa. So I said, it must be kind of like Egypt. And again, talking about being fascinated by something, ancient Egypt when I was a child was something that I just thought was amazing. And to this day, even Egyptian deities, you know, tarot with Toth and everything like that, it's still very prevalent in my life. Um, and I went back and from what I remembered, I was a woman who was some sort of like village soothsayer. So like a seer, that kind of someone who they kind of came to for a bit of advice and kind of like where to plant their crops. And I would sit and I would um, meditate on it. And, but the reason why I was looked to was because I had gone through the trauma of having my children taken away from me because I was accused of some sort of like witchcraft, some something like that. And the pain that I felt in my chest was like nothing I'd ever felt before. And the only way I can describe it is it's when someone you love breaks up with you or when you lose a loved one, it's, it is that full on, just that grief that suddenly hits you. And I was describing... I, so I described all this to my friend and um, they were talking about that they kind of picked up on a similar thing, but they picked up on the heartbreak a lot. And then it dawned on me that in this life, I was born with a heart condition. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> and I suddenly realized, oh my God, that's a broken heart. Mm right there and then and people say you know do you hear it all the time it feels like my heart's been ripped out of my chest like but that and but that wasn't it was literally like that I was like the grief I was feeling and I've had another regression since then going into it for something else and from what I remember I had been in the wrong place at the wrong time I was Joe Bloggs I was no one and I had been shot through the chest oh bloody hell 
Um, and it was just one of those things where, and I'm not trying to say that, oh my God, I had all these magical experiences. It was just a case of, I was Joe Bloggs. I was on the corner of the street. There was a shooting somewhere and I was shot through the chest. I was one of the casualties that happened, but I was shot through the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Where your heart is. Where my heart is. And then I sat there and went, right, this is either two things. Either the universe is turning around to me and saying that this is something that is coming up in every single lifetime, but in every lifetime I've had a regression for, I've always been helping people. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it might just be my soul's path or whatever to guide people in whatever way I can because of the broken heart I had 3,000, 4,000 years ago. Mm. Um, um, or I could be completely um, absolutely delusional and actually the universe is trying to say we keep trying to get rid of him <laughs> and it's not <laughs> working he keeps coming back <laughs> but no that that's yeah. fascinating that's really interesting and really interesting to hear that you've heard it as well being a um, you know doing past life regressions yeah. yourself. you know that's interesting um what I was going to say, Laura, is um, I think I'm in no doubt I will definitely book a regression session with um, Josh. What about you? Are you yeah. going to do it too? Yeah, I've, I've always wanted, I really do want, especially when you talk about it together in a podcast, it's like, oh, I want one now. Yeah, I know. Like, now that we're talking about it, yeah. And like you say, a lot of people would go out of curiosity and why not? You know, just to find out if there's something, like, is there something I could find out? So, yeah, I really want one well if you ever <laughs> like wanted now. To, something that i think <laughs> would be a really good idea and obviously we can mitigate circumstances i can always get you guys together over zoom for example do the, because you don't need to be in person with me because it's me that puts you into the trance anyway and all you have to be good at is just oh. making sure that you can relax that's the biggest thing that i ask of you mm-hmm. one thing and to hopefully be able to visualize but what would be really interesting if you guys were up for it if you did an episode and i'll regress you during the episode we can oh, yeah. cut out the the actual regression because oh, that wow. takes like 40 minutes but then we can always come back and talk about it yes during the podcast so yeah. you guys can talk about it there and then yes as to what you've experienced I think that might be a really cool idea for you guys to see what what happens I think so too I think that's a great yeah. idea should we do that? Should we organize that? We yeah, I've never thought of. I didn't even know that you. It could be. It could be done. You know, not in person, but if it can be done. Oh yeah, like pretty much anything like that can be done not in person as long as as long as you can hear me. That is literally the only thing. As long as you can relax and you can hear me, that's the main thing. Um, obviously, being in person, it just means I can create the environment yeah. around. Yeah, you we should do before. that. Actually. Other than that, yeah, I am so up for that. And you can yeah. talk about you. Can, you know, we can discuss it afterwards, so people can actually hear what you guys have experienced. Yeah. Straight after. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's sort that out for sure. I have my people talk to your people. Yes. Yeah. Your yeah. <laughs> agent gets or my, my assistant. <laughs> my yeah, agent. Laura's agent. Yeah. Yeah. She's hard yeah. to pin down these days. She's oh. got a new job selling Halloween masks in the market. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna find a new past life. She was a Halloween she was like, <laughs> I was a man in a Victorian mansion that looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? There probably were a lot of men We've in Victorian mansions that look like that. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we will sort that out 100%. Um, you might need to record it though, Josh. Like That's fine. more than a 40 minute. Yeah. Game. Yeah. That's so fine. you can record that. Fantastic. Uh, before we go, um, thanks so much, Josh, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, always a pleasure to have you. Um, where can people find you? And book a pass life regression with you. Everyone can find me on Instagram at Josh X Leon. That's J O S H X L E O N. Or you can find me on Facebook at Sanctum Therapeutics, which is the name of my therapy um, business, which is going to be changing to just my name soon to make it much easier for everyone. But yeah, I know. I know a brand change. Who is she? Um, (laughs) um, Sanctum Therapeutics, which you can just Google and on my website and everything. But honestly, if anyone's listening, just uh, find me on Instagram and drop me a message and I can go through anything that anyone wants to, any questions that anyone has. Love it. Great. Okay. Well, thanks very much for that. Um, everyone go and do that right now. Um, Josh, you're going to have so many clients. Oh my God, you're going to be so busy because our podcast is like thousands, if not millions of listeners. You're not going to be able to pin me down anymore. Literally, yeah. (laughs) So just be prepared, Josh, because um, it's going to happen. Um, But um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, Please go review us on iTunes. Um, iTunes, Apple apple ipods whatever and whatever it is these days please go and review us because literally i keep (laughs) (laughs) but it really it really does help because it really like boosts our podcast and each time you review it boosts us up the charts a little bit and people will listen to us so um please just go please do guys please do anyone that's listening to them these these two are absolutely fantastic and they're so passionate about what they do they really do deserve more credit God, Josh. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I take it all back. Great. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Well, listen to Josh. Thanks so much, guys. And um, we will see you next week. Um, bye. Goodbye. Hey, bye.